right, welcome back, kings and queens, to another chapter of Said Said. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you can stay connected with me by subscribing to Said Said on Spotify, uh, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to turn the notifications on. That way you can be notified whenever a new show is out. Uh, before we start, um, let us pray. A dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for this message that we're about to receive. God, when we receive this message, this message is for us. This is mes- this message is to better our lives, better our personal self. But not only just to better ourselves, but so that we can use it to go help others. That we can use it to serve. That we can use this message for your divine purpose that you have in our lives. So, Father, I thank you for being our protector, for guiding us, for leading us. Please make a way for us in our lives. Uh, bring lost ones home and bring ones that are home further into the, into your hands so that we can uh, bring the one back to the 99. So thank you, Father, so much for what you do in our lives. Thank you for being our leader. And in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. So uh, if you would like, uh, turn to Matthew chapter 13, verse 3. Uh, we will also be hyperlinking this chapter to Mark 4, chapter 3. So I want to talk to you today about which soil is it? Now, in this chapter, this is one of Jesus's many parables that he gives us. The significant, the significance of, um, in this parable is that Jesus tells us in Mark 4:13 out of the King James version that know you not this parable and how then will you know all parables uh, the significance in this is that Jesus is telling us like he's basically saying so in translation in today's times right he's telling us don't you know this parable then how will you understand any other parable So we should take special attention to this because Jesus is basically saying out of all the parables, you need to know this one because how else are you going to be able to understand any of the other parables that I speak to you? So if you don't know what a parable is, a parable by definition is a simple story used to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson as told by Jesus in the gospels. And if you don't know what the gospels are, which I didn't in the beginning, Uh, was that the Gospels are referred to as Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And those are the first four books in the New Testament. So, um, So Jesus is asked by the disciples in Matthew 13, 10, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? So Jesus is talking to a group of people, and he's speaking to them in parables. And so the disciples are curious, like, why are you talking to them in parables? Like, why aren't you telling them what, what it is that you're explaining about? Why aren't you explaining, you know, your story? And Jesus answered, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Whenever he says it's given unto you, he's talking to the disciples. He's talking to believers in today's time, to his disciples, to us who If you are a follower of Christ, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are a disciple. You are in discipleship. Yes, you are. So 
He says, but to them, not meaning non-believers, but to them it is not given. For whosoever has, to him shall be given, and he shall have more <clears throat> abundance. But whosoever not have, from him shall be taken away even what he has. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. So basically, to who those who can understand the word of God, who can see his mysteries, who have communion with him, and that's where it comes from, is you start to understand what what these parables or um, these, these, these secrets to the kingdom are by understanding who God is. And he reveals that to you through, through prayer, through also understanding and reading his word and, and having communion with God. And the more that you read, the more that will be given, like he says. But for those who have not, even more will be taken away from them. So for those that, is it's saying those that are that don't understand that aren't, aren't trying to understand although they may be trying to elevate themselves in lives and do more in their lives more is going to be taken from them even from what they have so jesus doesn't just give you an answer is what this is jesus isn't going to just flat out tell you what the secrets are it's up to you to go ahead and find out what those what these what these messages are that he's trying to give and what the meaning of them are and he will reveal it to you whenever you have communion with him meaning you know you start to pray and you read his word and that's whenever he like i said that he reveals those secrets to you so now that we have that set um, let us dive into today's message so on matthew chapter 13 verse 3 Jesus is explaining the parable of the sower now this is one of my favorite chapters because not only does Jesus say out of all these parables this is the most important one or this there's no if you don't understand this parable then parable then there's you may as well how else will you understand the other ones so not only is that why it's my favorite one but because this parable in particular has helped me out so much in my entire life. It's maybe, I, and, I, and it's one that's a constant revolving door. Like it never, it's not like you read it once, you're like, okay, got it, understood, that's it. No, it's just, it's something you can always, always, always use in your life. So there are four types of soil that Jesus is speaking of us having. The first is described as the seed falling by the wayside of the sower. Uh, the second soil is a stony soil. The third soil is a thorny soil. It is good soil, but when the plant starts to sprout, uh, the thorns choke the plant and don't allow it to grow. And then the fourth soil, the last soil is good soil, uh, which brings forth good fruit. So Jesus describes the soils in regards to a sower meaning someone who goes and is planting a seed in his garden or farm. So you have someone who is sowing seeds, meaning he is taking what Jesus is talking about. The seed is the word of God and the sower is God or it's disciples 
or it's Jesus. It's it's used as it could be many things as who the plant, who the sower is. Okay. And what you're planting is the seed and the word of God into people's hearts. The soil is representative as our hearts, our spirits, what we, where our heart lies, the condition of our hearts. Okay. So <clears throat> the first seed, which the one that falls, so the sower goes to sow and he, let's say he has like a pack of seeds, right? pack of seeds and they're falling by the wayside they're just falling out falling down well the fowl it says that it states that the fowls of the air come and devour the seed before it can even take root they just come and devour it they pick up it's a fowl is um a bird right they come from the air they pick up the seed and they scoop it before it could take root now who the bird represents who the fowls represents is satan and the word, the seed that's being taken is the word of God. And this one's most important to me because it's important to know that any time that you're trying, especially for, for, I mean, at any point, the devil is always, always, anytime you're getting a new revela revelation, anytime someone's trying to speak into you, Anytime someone is trying to uh, give you new information or guide you, or you're trying to start something new. Um, let's say that you have a friend and you tell them, hey, man, I'm trying to go to church. And that friend tells you, well, why are you going to go to church? Don't you know they're full of hypocrites? Like, there's no point in even going. That, that why in there? So what it is, is they don't know it, but satan the devil the enemy is using them to rip that seed out that you're trying to do better in your life and they may not know what they're doing but it, they're being used to rip that seed from you or let's say you're trying to start a new business you'll have your friends say man i tried to start that business or i've tried to start a business before and it didn't pan out it didn't work it's not going to work do you know how much money it's going to take to start up a business uh, do you know how much time it's going to take? Uh, you know, we've tried that before and it just doesn't pan out. That's the enemy. That's the devil trying to take away that seed that is trying to be planted inside of you. Maybe you're trying to get rid of an addiction. Let's say, for instance, you're trying to stop going out and you're trying to focus on yourself more and you're trying to read the word more or whatever it is. Maybe you've heard this before. Maybe you've used it before. Maybe you've said it before. I know I've said it and I've heard it before. When I was trying to stop drinking, when I was trying to stop smoking, my friends would tell me, man, you're good. You're a good person. You don't have to stop drinking. Drinking doesn't make you bad, especially if you just have one or two. Going out, you deserve it. You need your time away. And granted, we all do need our own time to ourselves, but there are some healthy habits that, that we can create and there are some unhealthy habits that we have in our lives. And having certain things the, the 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 enemy will try to come against you at any time that you're trying to give up something in order to get better the moment he catches catches a whiff of it even the idea the thought planted in your head that man i want to get better he will immediately come in and try to rip that from you so whenever it comes to this seed the point is is to be careful 
to know that be on guard that the devil is always around trying to take the seed from you trying to take this positivity this good thing this forward movement in your life from you the second soil is a stony soil now this soil lands on uh now this seed lands on stony ground but it takes no root now this is when someone hears the word but due to the hardness of their heart they don't receive the word so this may be because it's it's not their season at this point in time um they aren't ready to receive um in our lives um maybe we're living an unhealthy lifestyle maybe we're living with an addiction um, or we're holding on to let's say uh, bitterness or resentment towards a coworker, a friend or a family member although some someone may be right about what they're telling us let's say if we're living an unhealthy lifestyle and someone says hey you know that's really preventing you from getting where you need to go and they're saying it out of kindness and love if our heart is too hardened at the time we won't receive it that seed trying to be planted in like hey man church might be a good thing for you nah i don't want to go to church well due to people causing a bad look in your life on church may prevent you from going to church and you have to ask yourself of you have to understand that it may not just be you it's just of your thought process of the church it just may be your the hardness of your heart at that moment in time so the third soil is a thorny ground that's where the soil the the seed lands in a thorny ground now the thorns and i can say i feel like i can say this is that most people especially christians most christians are within this type of soil okay where the thorns this is where the seed has taken place and it starts to grow but the thorns cover it from its growth so in this in this type of soil it means that the person has received the word the word is in them and it starts to grow but the thorns cover them the thorns represent the materialistic things of this world it can represent ego it can represent pride it can represent unforgiveness it can represent so much so much that is preventing you from getting to good soil and it's going to cover you and cover you and cover you some people they will be infatuated with money they'll be infatuated with just working hard and not being a good father or not being a good mother or a good parent um in some cases some people may think that they have all the knowledge they've read a bible three times one or two or three times they they think that they've been following you know the word for so long that they don't need to do much more there's pride lying there there's ego lying there they feel like they've done enough in their life there's all these things that are covering that plant from growing and bearing fruit so we have to ask ourselves at times even myself included you know one one thorn if i'm being vulnerable with you one thorn that i have to constantly watch for and pick out is insecurity especially with this show i didn't go to seminary school i didn't um 
I've never been taught how to give messages or whatever it is. And so I've never been taught on how to do a podcast. I've never been taught on how to do any of this stuff. And so sometimes this thorn of insecurity is there, but I have to rip that thorn away and understand that, look at how many messages that I have received from people saying that this show is helping. And I have to feed more into that than I do my own, um, my own understanding and know that it's God that's guiding me. It's not said, it's God that's leading me and God that's guiding me. And so that allows me to remain in good soil as long as I remain humble and I don't have that pride or that ego covering that thorn, which leads us to the fourth soil. And that's the last soil, which is good ground. And that means that the seed, the word of God, positivity, these things are planted into the heart and it grows and um, it takes root and it bears fruit of 30, 60, and 100 fold, meaning that this seed takes root. Someone receives the word. They understand discipline. They understand having communion with God. They're praying. They're constantly giving thanks. They're doing all these things that the word, the word calls us to do. And they bear, they are the light bearer of this world, which is what we're all called to do. And they go through the blood of Jesus Christ and through their testimony, they help other Christian, they help other lost people come to Christ. If not, they help other people and not by, not by condemning them of their sins and not by bashing them or Bible thumping them. They do this by showing love and showing understanding and being a listening ear is what we're called to be. And that's the true gospel is being there for people and loving them and allowing and introducing them into God. And then God is the one who works with them. And that is the fruit that we are supposed to all be bearing. And the purpose of our life is to serve and to find our purpose so that we can all bring our family members and friends to Christ. An example of somebody who is in good soil is someone who could receive criticism, for instance, and instead of getting upset about it or getting, um, yeah, instead of someone getting upset about it, they receive it and they apply it to their lives. Or maybe they don't, but they're still willing to hear it. You know, all advice is good advice, whether it's bad or good. Because if you get bad advice, you know not to take it. If it's good advice, you, you know how to use it. It's just, it's just having an opening mind and willing to change and willing to work on your life and being able to see these things and apply it. And you're always living in a constant positive way of growth in your spirit, in your mental, in your education, in your skills, and in all kinds of ways. You never stop growing, and you never stop bearing fruit. You could bear up to 30, 60, or 100. So one question to ask yourself is, where am I at within these four soils? You know, and how can I get to the good soil or remain in the good soil? The catch is, is that we can be in different soils at the same time. So let's say for instance, maybe you don't have an addiction when maybe, uh, maybe you don't gossip. Um, and those areas of your life you're good at, but maybe you're being covered by thorns in your life by having anger or depression or unforgiveness. So it's, 
basically analyzing your life. Use these soils, these um, things to analyze your life to say, where am I at and how am I receiving life? Like what? And, and like I said, most of us are in this thorn section, this the third soil in the thorny section. And what we need to try to do is figure out, okay, what do I need to remove first? Right? So let's say if you're like, for me, it was I had to give up drinking in order to give up smoking. And whenever I used to drink, I used to love to have a cigarette or I love to have a vape. So what I did was, is I gave up drinking. And um, actually, I gave up smoking first. So I knew because I like to drink and then smoke. That's what it was. So what I did was I gave up smoking and I made a vow, a true vow to God to give up smoking. I didn't want it in my life anymore because God told me that, hey, I have so much for you, so much more for you if you just give up this one thing that I know you love. And so or that you uh, that I know you think you love it. Right. And so I gave up smoking, which in return made me realize that I didn't want to drink because I didn't like drinking that much. And although I was telling myself I like to have a drink here and there, but really it was I just like to smoke and have a drink with it, right? So, but after that, I didn't, when I got rid of drinking and then I got rid of smoking, I found out that there was much more other things, emotional things that I had to deal with. There was also also sexual morality, you know, that I was dealing with, sleeping around. There was these things that I didn't realize until I gave up certain stuff. And that's maybe something that's going on in your life that you may not realize what is hindering you in your life until you give it up, until you let it go. And something I heard this past Sunday is that once you get rid of one thing, another thing sprouts up. And then you get rid of that and another thing sprouts up. And that's just what this whole thing, this whole soil thing, this is a constant, constant check in our life a daily routine weekly routine checkup in our life to see where are we at and what thorns are covering us from allowing the holy spirit and allowing jesus christ to work through us and one last thing would be not only understanding your soil and where you're at but maybe understanding where other people's soils and where they're at so you may be running into issues or problems with other people, and that could be because they may be at their soil may be hard right now. There, it's a hardness of the heart. They're not ready to receive whatever it is that you're trying to uh, get a message clear across to them. If it's going over their head and and you've done all you've done you could do, then I would you've done all you could do. Your whole job is to make it known and leave it at that. It's not to keep beating on it and to keep trying to force it. You're doing God's work, and that's why it's not going to work. If anything, you're making the situation much worse. So the best thing to do for that person is to pray and to hope that their spiritual eyes or that God can reveal himself to, to that person, and then they come uh, to Christ or with Christ's help. They are able to eventually crawl into the season that God wants them in. And in this whole thing, God, you're in God's hands and God has them in 
his hands and and god is just working on everyone the best advice that i could give you is to just focus on yourself focus on yourself and be the light and watch how quickly everyone around you will start to change do not sell yourself short on what and how much on what kind of impact you have on the people around you and what kind of impact that you can make on the on, on the people around you and in this world do not sell yourself short because we are all special we are all we all have a purpose and we're all meant to be something great god will use you the more that you try to remain and land in good soil with all things that you receive and in, in that good soil it means that you're quick to forgive you're quick to love you're quick to help you're quick you're quick to take accountability you're quick to worship you're listening and you're and you're trying you're worship you're playing worship music you are abiding in god every day that you're being disciplined you're reading his word you're having communion and you're going to church these things are all what the good soil consists of I challenge you to identify in your life to remove at least one thorn. And and this this if you can go back to chapter I believe it was 23, finding your root. This is a hyperlink between those two. So, I challenge you to remove one thorn in your life and identify it. Uh if I'll be honest with you, my thorn right now that I'm struggling with is would be would be taking the limits off of God and giving it to him for this show and understanding that I'm in his control with the show and this show is in his control and in due time it will blow up all he's asking me to do is to trust in him to keep putting out reels, which I don't. So that's my challenge is to this insecurity, insecurity thorn that's killing me. Also the insecurity thorn of getting back into my physical shape. All there's so much, there's so much I'm working on right now in my life that I'm trying to get rid of. And even whenever I am in good soil, whenever you are in good soil, there is so much that there's constant maintenance that needs to be done and needs to be made. You can always get better. So that's one challenge that I have, and I just challenge and encourage you to try and f identify that one piece of soil, or I mean that one thorn, and remove it and replace it with something that God wants you to replace it with. And just pray about it, and, and he'll give it to you. And uh, this is basically what repenting is all about. So repenting is identifying what's not meant for you in your life that is not helping the kingdom of God and is not getting you closer to God and fully turning away from it and following the Lord and following God for your God-given purpose. So maybe someone has never took the time to allow God to work in your life. Maybe you're in that hard soil. Maybe the the seed has fell by the wayside and the fowls keep picking it up on you not giving you a chance. I, can I encourage you for a second that you have something that the devil wants? The reason why the devil's working so hard against you is because you do have a purpose in the kingdom and he knows it. He knows how powerful you are. Once you have your spiritual eye open and you are in a relationship with Jesus Christ, 
And he is fighting you so hard to keep you from that. So I encourage you to take that step. I'm not offering, as always, man, I'm not offering you to join a religion. I'm inviting you to have a relationship with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm offering you a gift that will change your life forever in this one and in the next one. So just repeat this after me. Uh, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart and I'll make you my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you said that prayer, you have been saved. And I'm proud of you. And the angels in heaven are rejoicing. So I, all I ask is that you please uh, message me on uh, Instagram at C-E-D-X-S-A-I-D. I have a gift for you. And I've also, I, I also would like to personally congratulate you on your new walk of faith and uh, possibly lead you uh, into next steps. So if you're watching this on Spotify, I have a questionnaire uh, below. Uh, it's a questionnaire. Also, it's a poll. Uh, please partake in that. I'd love your feedback. If you're watching this on YouTube, please leave a feedback in the comment section. Um, all feedback is good feedback, criticism or not, or constructive criticism or not. I love it. Uh, if you enjoyed today's message, please share this with a friend. And uh, I believe that this will help you um, get to the rich, healthy, and good soil. I, I really do. Uh, you are the light to those around you. And you are special and you're beautifully made. You're wonderfully made in God's image. You're perfect in God's image. And um, until next chapter, may the Lord uh, order your steps and protect you. And God bless you.